Uh, thank you, Kevin. So again, this is uh, Robert Craig, Executive Director of Citizen Action of Wisconsin, and we're here to release the ninth annual Wisconsin Health Insurance Cost Ranking Report. And so I'm going to review the top lines of the report. Uh, by the way, it's available online at citizenactionwy.org. If you're having any trouble uh, downloading it, just um, email Kevin Kane, who was on this call, our lead organizer, kevin.kane at citizenactionwy.org. But it should be very easy on the website, and you will see that there are charts after the um, executive summary. Uh, there are 11 different charts that they show where every city in the, in the state fits in on all the different kinds of insurance, both inflation rates, cost, relative cost to other cities, the other findings in this report. So after I give the a, a top-line overview of what's in the report this year, I'm going to hear uh, from U.S. Congressman Gwen Moore uh, to reflect on the findings and, and, and what they suggest uh, for health care reform and health policy. Then State Senator Chris Larson is going to reflect. And then we're going to have Kevin Kane, our lead organizer, who is our expert in the small group and individual market, that is insurance for small businesses and the people buying their own, uh, to, re to talk a little bit about the numbers um, in this report. But he won't do a complete wonk out because we'll have a Q&A. Uh, afterwards as well to, uh, to, to get to dig deeper and to look at specific cities, because I could hear, based on introductions, that there are a number of different regions and cities in the state uh, on this call, different media sources from those areas, as well as statewide media. So what's useful with this report, especially now that we can look at all types of health insurance, thanks to the new transparency of the Affordable Care Act, is that it gives us a baseline to look at health care inflation over a number of years. And so this is not something we tend to think of it in terms of double-digit increases in any one year, but this is a very long-term trend, and public policy solutions are going to have to be very serious at the state level. We talk about state-level levers here uh, to, to bring it down and bring it under control. Now, while it's true that health care inflation has moderated substantially over the last couple of years since the Affordable Care Act passed, uh, we are still talking about inflation on a much bigger base. And so I'll dig into those numbers a little bit. But we had a statewide increase in large group in Wisconsin of 4%, which is not double-digit, which is much smaller than it has been in a lot of other years. But that's 4% on a, of a much larger number, uh, which we talked about in the report. And so it's still a serious problem that requires a lot of public policy attention. Now, I'm going to, on the top lines of this report, we continue to find that as we have through all previous uh, nine years of this report, a huge variation between different regions of the state. In the large group market, that's medium and large employers. Uh, and by the way, 77% of people under age 65 get their insurance through the large group market, so it's by far the largest. Um, there's a 22% variation between the highest cost area, that's Rhinelander this year, and the lowest cost area, which is Madison. It's been Madison consistently in this report, which is a, over a $700 difference in a year in premium. So that is a huge difference. And there are a lot of other areas of the state that are close to Rhinelander in terms of being high. It tends to be the, uh, the northwest part of the state, the north central part of the state, uh, the whole northern tier, and then southeast Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Racine, and, and uh, Kenosha that have uh, well above average rates. Uh, so we have that this year again. We find, though, even larger variations on the individual market there's a 42% variation between Superior and Madison at the top end and the bottom end, and um, also larger on the small group market where there's a 35% variation between Rhinelander and the Fox Valley, which is not all that far away, as you know, from Rhinelander. And so, there's, so the new numbers we get from the Affordable Care Act and the two exchanges, 
small group individual market, but also showed this huge regional variation, which means that it costs a lot more to provide health insurance in some parts of the state than others, and that's a huge impact on economies and on job creation. Um, we did find a big alignment between the three types of insurance, but in some cases there was a curious lack of alignment. Lacrosse, for example, being very high individual market and not nearly as high um, in the other types of insurance. And so that would expand Fox Valley being above average, for example, on, um, on, the, on the large group market, but well below average and at the bottom in small group individual market, which would suggest there's also a role for insurance market um, distortions independent of underlying medical costs. And the implication of that is that things such as health insurance rate review might well moderate uh, rates in some areas of the state because part of it's insurance, not just underlying cost of health care and medical care within the region. Um, the numbers historically for so the magnitude of increase are absolutely overwhelming, but there is a, we have a tripling of health insurance premiums in Wisconsin, a large group market, since the year 2000. It's up 211 percent. And there's even a huge regional variation there, with Green Bay having a 366% increase and Madison having a 172% increase, still very high for Madison, but not nearly as high as Green Bay. Uh, we also saw this year a, uh, a very a big, uh, big variations in one-year rates. We only have two years of rates because uh, for the small group individual market, because that's when the exchanges, the new marketplaces were created. And we found huge variations from year to year, with some areas seeing double-digit increases this year and others seeing double-digit decreases. And that would certainly suggest that the insurance industry was unsure how to price um, insurance in the first year and is making adjustments. And so we'll see if that volatility continues, but there's a lot more volatility in that in those two markets, the individual and small group, uh, than there was then quite then there there is in the large group market. And of course we have ten years of data on the large group market, so we have a little more to go on as far as as, as overall what has happened, what the implications are. So the report also gets into public policy and gets into the question of what we should be doing about this. Obviously healthcare costs are a huge problem no matter how you cut it. Uh, we do point out that there is growing research that there are things, obvious things states can do in, um, in implementing the Affordable Care Act to lower rates and taking the Medicaid money for Badger Care would lower insurance rates somewhat. That's based on a national regression analysis of plans all over the country. And in addition, so would much more robust rate review that made insurance companies much more accountable for rate increases and put them much more kind of in a position of having to justify any excessive rate increase than we have right now in Wisconsin. And we've seen some of those specs in Minnesota where the rates are generally lower. We point out some of the research between Minnesota and Wisconsin in the body of this report. Uh, but our main message here is that this needs to be a much bigger public policy focus in Madison, uh, that very specifically uh, the states have a huge amount of leeway in how they implement the Affordable Care Act, and uh, some states are moving towards uh, major cost reform, Massachusetts, for example, other states are seriously considering it. Where in Wisconsin, to much too much of a degree, we're still focused on whether we should have the Affordable Care Act at all, rather than the next big step, which is going to be the question of how we bring we bring costs under control and moderate health insurance hyperinflation. So, although it's very good news that hyperinflation has moderated somewhat the last couple of years, healthcare costs are very high, and there are very large disparities between regions. Uh, what we do know is that some of what's happened in Madison, the state employee plan, 
is actually something we could implement in Wisconsin to bring rates further down. But to do that, we have, our, have to have our own marketplace, our own exchange, which the state has currently decided not to do, but could, could also revisit, just like they could revisit turning down the Medicaid money. So with that uh, general overview, and there'll be plenty of time for questions afterwards, I want to turn it over to Congresswoman Gwen Moore, who we're very pleased to have on the call. So Congresswoman, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much, Dr. Craig, and I think you did an excellent job. Um, uh, the researchers in putting this report together. Um, uh, I, I I think there's a lot for people to dig into here. Uh, as you mentioned, the insurance companies had a hard time figuring out how to price their products, um, and I do want to acknowledge uh, the difficulty that they had. Uh, in doing this, given the public policy uh, decisions that that were made in the state, um, your report uh, in just July uh, compared the Minnesota rates uh, with the Wisconsin rates, and as you mentioned, Dr. Craig. Um, but I think it's significant that there's a thousand bucks different a year. Um, that could be attributed uh, to rejecting the federal Medicaid dollars for Badger Care um, and failing to implement those robust rate reviews. Um, that's not a, a small piece of change. Um, and um, and your study, as you mentioned, is based on a regression analysis of over 406,000 health plans. Uh, nationwide. So I do think that uh, the research that you have done um, really stands up to uh, to that kind of scrutiny, and it would be really incumbent, I think, upon the governor uh, and the state legislature to really, really look at fully implementing the Affordable Care Act, uh, look at taking the Medicaid money, which, as you indicated, would somewhat reduce the cost, uh, to have a vigorous rate review process in place, and if we look at the state employee plan, I think it's a benefit that you that this kind of transparency allows you to look at not only uh, government-sponsored insurance plans, large employer plans, um, but looking at Madison and the lower inflation rates that they've enjoyed to look at the benefits of a robust uh, group plan. Uh, and we could have that if we were to have allowed the exchanges to be up and running in Wisconsin. Um, you know, as a Democrat, I get to conclude, uh, as a Democrat, I get to conclude that um, that uh, some of the rejection of the Affordable Care Act, so-called Obamacare, comes from people's real experience um, in experiencing high rates that is that that is controllable. Uh, I would say through um, if we took away some of the partisan rancor around not fully implementing the Affordable Care Act, that this would decrease the pressure on these rates uh, for individuals, for small businesses, for group uh, insurance plans, uh, and it would also give the insurance companies. Um, more accountability with regard to the robust rate review and the certainty that they need to be able to rate. Oh, thank you very much uh, for those reflections, Congresswoman. Uh, let me turn it over for uh, 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 we have a state level elected leader here. We have uh, Senator Chris Larson from uh, Milwaukee. So, Senator, thank you for joining us. You bet. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. 
Yeah, go go right ahead, Chris. We can hear you. Okay, just making sure you hit that. Uh, and thank you, Robert, for putting out this report, and thank you uh, for the work that uh, Citizen Action does to draw attention to this important issue. Uh, very much appreciate all the uh, folks on the call uh, paying attention to this. This is a, a bread-and-butter issue um, for a lot of folks across the state. Um, but many of them don't have the chance to take a, uh, the long view of this and actually compare where their, their health care is at compared to other states. So it's, it's good that this is out. Um, and these reports have uh, shown over the years again and now the way to combat high health costs is greater buying power, transparency, uh, and high enrollment in coverage in competitive regulated markets. Um, the creation of the health marketplace is doing that for individuals and small businesses. In the state of Wisconsin, public employee plan uh, shows it can work on a big scale. Uh, we need to do that on a big scale because right now the large group market uh, isn't impacted by healthcare.gov, uh, but it could be. Wisconsin can improve the health care beyond the Affordable Care Act uh, using even greater buying power and better health reform, uh, but not without creating its own Wisconsin based marketplace. Uh, the differences in costs between regions are clearly caused by insurance market not only underlying medical costs um, and that ignoring public policy that can fix insurance market like Walker has will only make us all pay more in the end for insurance uh, to insurance companies. So having the exact same small business plan right now can cost $1,500 more per employee uh, per year in the north with woods uh, versus the Fox Valley or southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, that hurts businesses and that hurts our families' bottom line. Um, right now, individuals in Superior are paying $1,700 more per year than folks in Madison for the same plan. Um, and that's something that can be evened out so everyone across the state has the same level of competitiveness. Um, our large employers, where the majority of our citizens get their coverage, are spending more across the state in every city compared to Madison. Uh, the real crunch in our economy, and uh, this, is, this should be made clear, real crunch isn't on taxes. It's health insurance companies. Uh, no matter what any Tea Party Republican says, taxes did not rise over 200% since the year 2000, like our health care costs have. Um, if we called it a tax, it would be probably a lot higher up in the headlines. It would be a lot higher up in folks' agenda to be able to fix this. Uh, but the fact is, the, the labels aside, this is a huge burden on ordinary families and on businesses in our state. Um, they have less money to spend on our economy, and it's it's clear uh, that that's a contributing factor to us lagging behind uh, the rest of the country in economic growth. Um, so I think it's time for us to implement the Wisconsin Forward uh, agenda. And I think this this report uh, adds uh, again uh, to that course that we need to be seeing that happen uh, here in Wisconsin. So uh, everybody's saving money, whether you call it a uh, uh, health insurance rate or you call it a tax. Uh, we need to be mindful of of uh, our citizens' uh, bottom line. Uh, thank you very much, Senator Larson, for that and for focusing on some of the key public policy positions that the state legislature could look at if it wanted to take on health care costs. Uh, I want to turn it over, finally, before we go to Q&A, uh, to Kevin Kane, our lead organizer, who is also a, poli a policy expert, especially in health care issues, and who is, is the one who compiled the individual and small group market numbers. So, Kevin, if you could say a little about that, there'll be more time for Q&A and Q&A, but just review what's in some of those numbers and, and what they suggest about the second year of full implementation of the Affordable Care Act. 
Sure. So this is the this first year we've really been able to look at small group and individual markets, as, as Robert said earlier, uh, to, because this is the second year of open enrollment numbers for both small business and for uh, individuals. And I'm not going to go too far into it unless people would like to hear more about it, but we'd just like to say that the, the results of small business and individuals really, really mirror the large group costs. Even though we've gotten them from a different uh, location, healthcare.gov was the source for the small group uh, and individuals, we're still seeing that Rhinelander is the most expensive, for example. Uh, Superior is the second most expensive, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, but what we're really seeing is that the inflation costs, especially for small groups, are, are really starting to actually go down. It's actually a little less expensive for small group plans this year versus last year at uh, the shop uh, marketplace plans. And a good reason for that is that there are uh, more options that people can choose from, and there's a bit more competition in the market that wasn't there before. But we should mention that it's not just competition that, that's helping uh, impact this. It's competition within this regulated marketplace, within this uh, marketplace where people have the protection to get coverage uh, that can never be dis- denied from them or taken from them. Uh, and so, for example, you know, some more rural counties like Marquette uh, did not have any small business shop marketplace plans last year, and now they have two. And the same is true for the individual marketplace. Last year, Green Lake County, for example, another smaller uh, county, only had one insurance plan to choose from, and now they have over five. Uh, and so we're really seeing that this new world of health insurance, uh, where we can help kind of set the terms, is becoming a lot more uh, common for people across the state. They have a lot more options. But the thing is we're seeing that even with the large group market, where they've traditionally had all the benefits of, of bulk purchasing and, and larger market uh, share and all that, uh, it, it's still seen tremendous hyperinflation as it's been for a while, and, and uh, it's still present in the other markets. And so the argument that we're putting forth is that we need to be making sure that these markets are all working together in tandem and that we take the, the large purchasing power that goes with large markets and bring that with small group and individuals, too. Uh, and so we think that we're, we're able to do that, and I'm happy to go into a little more detail on this. Uh, but this is uh, directly impacting the bottom lines of our, our small businesses and our families' pocketbooks. And so it's really important that we keep track of this. Thanks a lot, Kevin. And uh, I, we'll go into Q&A now. Let me just say, if I, we'll talk about where cities uh, exist and where they fall in these rankings. I know reporters in particular areas are going to be interested in that. Just to review what if, what the state could really do around healthcare costs, one is simply that we could, if we had our own Wisconsin exchange, that we could use the lessons that we know about Wisconsin healthcare costs, especially the Madison experience in the large group market, uh, to try to bring rates down. Because if you have more volume and competitive getting, in other words, more people in a pool, the research in this report going back 15 years now shows that that may, in fact, reduce rates substantially. That's why Madison's are lower than the rest of the state. The second thing is robust rate review, which places like Minnesota are doing, and we are not, but actually try to put down the pressure on insurance rates and make sure that they are really tied to underlying medical costs. There's evidence this report to suggest there are market distortions where, in some cases, medical costs seem to be low in a region, but in a type of insurance, the rates are still high for health insurance. And the third is we can save a couple hundred dollars a year for everyone by taking the federal money for Medicaid, for Badger care, because that would reduce other kinds of cost shifting and uh, uncompensated care and therefore lower underlying medical costs. So those are the three things we're proposing, but the state could also look at other things as well. We're also proposing that healthcare costs need to be a much bigger focus on in Madison than they are today. And all the headlines about what the focus will be this legislative session, no one is talking about taking on healthcare costs. And as Chris Larson pointed out, if we were talking about a tripling of taxes in the last 15 years, it would be near the top of the agenda. Healthcare costs are 
at least as serious, if not more serious. So with that, Kevin, people can just do star six to unmute themselves to ask a question. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Kevin, Rick Shue from WHBY uh, WH in Appleton. If you could, uh, Kevin, just talk a little bit about uh, how the Fox Cities aspect up in the uh, report here. Uh, sure thing. And uh, just again, the, the website for us is citizenactionwi.org. Uh, it, it is up uh, live there, and they can get it. We'll also send it out in the press release after this call. Uh, but for the, the Fox Cities specifically, uh, we'll say that as far as uh, small group rates, they've actually came out mm -hmm. the lowest. They're the, the least expensive for the small group shop marketplace, Fox City, Appleton, Oshkosh, uh, Fond du Lac, Sheboygan uh, as well. Uh, but for uh, large group, uh, coverage, we are seeing that uh, the Fox Cities are, are relatively on the lower end uh, of health care costs, but they are still slightly above the state average, uh, unfortunately. Roughly, um, they came out to be about 15, in Fond du Lac, for example, about 15% higher than Madison's. In uh, Appleton, for example, they're about 17% uh, above uh, what Madison's costs are. Same for Oshkosh. This is Shakara from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Are you able to speak on, um, you know, how this report reflects things in Milwaukee at this time? Sure. Let yeah. me let me just. Oh, you want me to do that, oh. Kevin? Or go ahead, Robert. Mm -hmm. So, in the large group market, yes, yeah, I said historically, Southeast Wisconsin is one of the more expensive areas of the state, far more expensive than Madison. It's uh, in the in the large group market. It's actually ranked fourth. Um, but it's near the, very near the top, Milwaukee and Kenosha. Um, uh, that's in the large group market. In the small group and individual market, it is both third in the small group and it is sixth, uh, but they're pretty close together in the uh, individual market. So it is relatively high cost at all kinds of insurance. Um, and the inflation rate in Milwaukee over the since year 2000 is 224%, so well over tripling in, uh, in health insurance rates. Awesome. Thank you very much. So you will see that once we have made those charts available. Other questions I can I can help people with. Are you all finding, um, and I'm not sure if your research included this, but are employers changing their guidelines for employees who qualify for insurance? You know, the full-time, you know, guidelines, maybe 30 hours at some places, 35 to 40 hours at other places. Are you finding that employers are kind of changing things around to make sure people are covered? That's a really good question. Um, this report didn't look at that particular question. It is it is up in the air empirically how much that is happening uh, as far as the 30-hour rule and whether people are being uh, put to more part-time uh, to avoid the employer mandate. So that's, that's a question that is still out there. I can tell you that the big change that is very well established is that employers every year, in order to deal with health care uh, inflation, are both uh, shifting more costs to employees. So every year in the national reports, employees are paying more and more in terms of the their share of the premium, or they're seeing high pay, higher co-pays and deductibles. And there are also consistent changes in the benefits package, which makes the insurance cheaper, which, of course, means that more goes on to the employee when they actually utilize medical care. So that whole trend is well established. Uh, the question about whether or not the Affordable Care Act is going to encourage more part-time work and less full-time work is is, is Still not not firmly established in terms of in terms of health policy research. Okay, okay. So, but it's something that everyone wants to keep an eye on, and and obviously that's an example of the kind of thing where if we had more functionality in Washington, I'm sure Congress would more would like to see that. Oh, they could just fix that. 
they could just fix that problem. In other words, if the 30-hour mandate threshold, that is you pay a fine if your workers work more than 30 hours and you don't provide credible health care that meets the standards, you could simply try to change that if we have people working together and trying to make the health care law work rather than having half of Washington trying to, trying to run it off the tracks. Okay. So it, with a lot of these issues, there's something we need to look at, but it's distressing that if there was a problem that we wouldn't be in a position to fix it because of the uh, current stalemate in Washington. So, um, Dan Dyker, WYZM in La Crosse. Uh, can you give us an overview on Western Wisconsin? Sure. So La Crosse historically has had relatively high health insurance costs. They've actually moderated a bit. They're still a bit above average in the large group market. But La Crosse is actually 12th out of 16 cities. So as I say, uh, the average number is still slightly above the state average. So uh, La Crosse also has the highest quality-rated health insurance. The, uh, we're able in large group markets to look at quality ratings, and La Crosse is, um, has four, four out of five stars, which is by far the highest. So um, what, what's interesting, though, is, is that if you look at small group and individual markets, or small businesses and people buying insurance directly, uh, La Crosse is actually number two in the state in individual market costs if you're buying insurance on your own, which is very strange. It's much higher than it is everywhere else. It's number nine in small group. And so that's an example of one of those market distortions where you can't explain it based on underlying medical costs because otherwise it would be raising health care, that the premiums would be higher in the large group and the small group market as well. Uh, so there's, there's, it's a lot of those people, places when there's an anomaly between where one of the types of insurance is more expensive uh, than the other two. Uh, but as I said, La Crosse has actually, there have been past uh, parts of times in this report years back where La Crosse was the most expensive in the state, and it no longer is that. It's had a little more moderate uh, level of inflation. So this year, La Crosse uh, health insurance went up 3%, which is 1% below the state average of 4% in the large group market, just for example. And we have the rates on there for the one-year rates on there for the individual and small group market as well. All right, thank so you. Does that, that answer? Yeah, thank you. Yes, it does. Yep. Okay, great. Uh, other questions? This is Jimmy Mills at Public Radio. Could someone explain exactly how having our own state exchange might possibly bring down rates for those in the large group market? Yeah, it's what you would do with the exchange. Uh, I, I, other words. Oh, go ahead. Someone, was someone trying to say something? Oh, good. This was Gwen Moore. I, I guess I should leave it to the researchers, but uh, I, I think this is what grasped my attention. Uh, uh, the, the group allows us, you know, just to put it in, in plain English, you know, the benefit of, of the critical mass. I think that's what's been demonstrated through the group health insurance program uh, in Madison. Uh, and you know, that's just a, uh, you know, sort of a common sense view of it. And and I think that it, by having the exchange, correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Craig, but you don't have the distortions that we have all over the place. Uh, that you'd have more uniformity, and it brings in all the other elements of the ACA, uh, the, the rate review, and 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 um, and it seems to me that uh, that the competition uh, for healthcare um, is more robust uh, when we have our own uh, exchanges. 
Yeah, let me let me let me elaborate on that, uh, Congressman, a little bit. So it's not just when, when, you when you're in the federal. This is Robert Craig. Okay, uh, thank you. National Wisconsin. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry about that. So the the issue is is that uh, you're in exchange with 34 other states. It's going to be general. It's going to be generic in a lot of ways because it has to accommodate a whole lot of different states with different insurance markets. If Wisconsin had its own exchange, then it could implement a lot of different reforms. It could have a more significant competitive bidding process. It would start to adjust based on the cost in each region. You see that that's why the small group individual market rates are different across the state. So there'd still be regional adjustments, but you could have a competitive bidding process. You could do what's called uh, direct. Uh, you could be a direct purchaser, an active purchaser, where the where the exchange tries directly lower rates, get lower prescription drug costs. There are a lot of cost reforms that could be implemented. Uh, the big thing is, is that we could learn from Wisconsin's experience with the uh, uh, state employee plan and both have a competitive bidding process and try to get more people into the pool to get yourself more market leverage. A big thing that's going to happen in 2017, hasn't happened yet, is that states with their own exchanges are going to have the ability to open them up to other kinds of employers, to medium and large employers, and even to, uh, to government workers. And that would create even more market leverage to really try to transform the healthcare system and get more, more value at lower cost. We won't be able to do any of those things on our own in Wisconsin. Uh, if you're looking at Wisconsin experience and particular elements of the Wisconsin health care experience and market, if we're just in the federal exchange with all those other states. And so it really removes, I think, a way to think about this is it greatly reduces the number of tools that we have in public policy to try to increase quality and lower cost and get more value. Could you explain about the public employee plan? You've referred to that now at least a couple of times. What's so special about that? Well, what this report shows is the public employee plan is like an exchange in Wisconsin. Private insurance, uh, people choose between uh, different private plans uh, for, for the same benefits package in every county in the state. And so we've been running that for a long time. And this great difference between costs in Madison versus the rest of the state are partly driven by the fact that you have a very large number of public employees uh, in the Madison area. And that competition, that market leverage, seems to have lowered restrained healthcare inflation. It's still high; it's still uh, over 170 percent, but it's not the over two. It's not. It's not nearly as high as the whole state or the most or the states that have had the worst hyperinflation. And so that is a functioning exchange model we have in Wisconsin, which we and we are not allowed right now to take the lessons from that and apply them to uh, to, to the rest of the healthcare system because we did not choose to have our own. State-based exchange. So that's uh, and this report has been looking at the performance of state employee plans since its inception nine years ago. So this is uh, this is data over a number of years, not just one year. Thank you. This is and Chicago, the back of the report. Fifty-eight in Milwaukee. Um, just wondering what could cause a difference like that, like with Superior and Madison for the same plan with a seventeen hundred dollar difference. You know what? What kind of factors influence such a large difference like that? So when you when you break down healthcare healthcare, by the way, the website seems to be working, everyone. So uh, I just at least it just worked for me. So uh, yeah. again, yes, it's up and working. I'm really sorry about that. I guess it wasn't as bad as healthcare.gov. It was a half-hour <laughs> problem. <laughs> uh, Excuse me. So break down. Where's working? Where where do we find our own uh, cities listed, please? 
I, I, so after three page three pages in after the executive uh-huh. summary, the first part of the writing, you get to eleven charts, and so you'll see chart one large group market, chart two inflation rate, historically large group market, chart three small group market, chart four individual market, then inflation in each. Then it gets to quality, and even we have new this year high decibel health plans data for the first time. Uh, so that all comes in the report after the first couple pages of writing, which just summarizes the uh, the results. So you should be able to, yes, it is. You should be able to navigate to that, and we'll be sending a direct link to the report out as well. Yep, on the front page, you'll be able to hit on 2015 Wisconsin Health Insurance Cost Ranking. So uh, on why you would have these large gaps, the biggest impact on, on health insurance premiums is obviously underlying cost of medical care. That is, how much hospitals, how much physicians, other medical services cost in a region. And there are huge variations between those, and national research shows that as well, that some areas are are magnitude of two, three times more expensive than other areas for exactly the same condition, the same treatment. And so we've known that's a problem nationally for some time. Uh, so... They, what you really want in public policy is a way to try to smooth that out and take the high cost areas and and, and bring them and and, and, and smooth them out uh, in some way. And so that's what that's part of the reason you have that disparity. But as I was pointing out, even though insurance is probably only fifteen to twenty percent cut um, in terms of how much goes to insurance versus how much goes to medical care, it's significant enough that we find major distortions and we have for a couple of years now where it certainly appears that some areas that seem to be lower-cost medical care are high in some kinds of insurance, which would suggest that the insurance piece. So in Milwaukee, you both have more expensive uh, health systems. The four dominant health systems in Milwaukee are, are, are more expensive than Madison. And you also have complete domination by for-profit insurance companies, whereas in Madison, what's interesting is that you have nonprofit providing providers of a network that compete against each other for business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. not, Milwaukee doesn't have the same competitive aspect Madison has, and the insurance is, it, is mostly for profit as opposed to nonprofit. Those are two ah. factors in it. But it really okay. creates a disadvantage for Milwaukee. If someone is thinking about, am I going to locate my business in Milwaukee or Madison? If you have far cheaper insurance in Madison, that's obviously a competitive mm-hmm. advantage over Milwaukee. So it so it does have a lot to do with the hospitals and, and clinics and the service providers in that in your area as well. Yes, and the and the and the fees they charge, the fees that specialists charge, absolutely. And the way experts think we're going to eventually moderate health insurance costs, if we do, is by creating different kinds of incentives. You want incentives that uh, that really uh, encourage primary care, preventive care, that leads to more wellness and and uh, try to limit the use of very high-priced specialty care, for example. So one of the things a very creative health exchange would do if we had one with Wisconsin is try to change the payment system in ways that would encourage better value, that is, lower cost, higher quality. And those two go together, actually, in a lot of health policy research. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Coming, coming back to the uh, regional analysis bandwagon a little bit earlier, can uh, can you kind of give a, a quick synopsis of what uh, the Green Bay area looks like? Sure. Green Bay is an extremely interesting Green Bay and the Fox Valley because at the beginning of the of the century, 
year 2000, Northeast Wisconsin had the lowest health insurance cost in the state, not Madison. And they've had a, a steady migration upwards. Uh, right now, Green Bay is slightly above average. Uh, the state it, it's about thirty dollars above average uh, um, a month in the uh, small in the uh, individual market. Not, excuse me, in the large group market. Apologize. And uh, it, it's actually in uh, in the small group market. Let me see here before I misstate it. It's actually slightly below average in the small group market, and it is all that's chart three. You'll see, and in chart four, it is also slightly below average individual market. So it's still lower price than average in two of the three insurances, but obviously 77% of people get their insurance through large group. And that's why, since it started out the cheapest and now it's become above average, um, it has the, huge, the largest rate of inflation historically since the year 2000. So Green Bay um, premiums have gone up a whopping 366% since the year 2000, which is by far the highest in the state. So it's not the most expensive. It's still below the most expensive areas, but it's really suffered from hyperinflation uh, since over the last 15 years. And that probably relates. I mean, this is, you know, the data just gives us clues something's going on. It doesn't tell you exactly what the cause is. But we know that the structure of the uh, marketplace has changed in Green Bay with new players coming in. Uh, new health systems. And what that tends to do is, uh, unlike in other kinds of competition where it lowers prices, it actually tends to force insurance companies to pay for all the new infrastructure. So, in fact, so that may be a major factor in why group health insurance has gone from being very relatively inexpensive to being above average and why the inflation rate has been so high for Green Bay. So we think Green Bay and, and, and the Fox Valley is one of the most fascinating areas to look at because it's changed the most over the last 15 years. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Other questions? Okay. Well, Can thank you very much. I'm really... Is this still uh, Robert Craig? Are there any other additional contacts? Uh, I'm just wondering more. Um, I'm wondering if I could get in touch with <laughs> your office. We're doing a story on this. Uh, uh, walk at CBS 58. I'm going to take a look into things here in our area. Um, so just wondering if I could get some contact information um, from you all. To oh, absolutely. And so, and, and, you know, and so since, I, you know, you've raised this question about Milwaukee, I mean, this is uh, mm -hmm. one of the reasons, and I just want to reiterate, because, uh, you know, a lot of this gets uh, framed uh, in very technical ways. Mm -hmm. But for me, uh, just as a, a as a regular, you know, if I'm just every day Joe or Mary out there trying mm -hmm. to wonder whether or not we need an exchange in Wisconsin, you know, mm -hmm. as you dig through this report, I think it's really important to really reflect on some of the things that Dr. Craig has said to us here today, is that the state employee plan really is a model uh, for how we ought to operate. It brings in, you know, very, very um, uh, uh, market-oriented solutions to say that the more competition that you have, the more that that helps reduce health care cost inflation um, and uh, may even provide... Uh, you know, better products as as as, as people uh, try to compete. But not only that, best practices uh, where people uh, uh, provide the best health care uh, and best out outcomes instead of uh, just uh, costs. Having a rate review process, I mean, it keeps everybody accountable. Um, mm -hmm. That, uh, you know, insurance companies are made to explain why they're raising rates. Um, uh, that the Affordable Care Act has a provision in it 
that requires 80% of the cost to be associated with providing health care uh, and not just uh, uh, profit margins. He made a really important point that I don't want anybody to forget, and that is is that we seem to have the best results in areas where there's 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 there are nonprofit uh, exchanges uh, or exchange-like uh, features in 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 the healthcare system that those are able to deliver us um, um, a better product from a cost uh, standpoint, um, and uh, that and, and that we just need to. And my last point, as a partisan, is to say that we need to get we need to we need to give people some relief. Uh, it's really clear that this that this uh, recession has cost the average person a lot. Um, and just to see the relief in the past few days that gasoline has brought to many people, think about the the relief that they get from uh, lower health care costs. And we see more and more and more Republican states, I think the latest might be Tennessee, uh, coming to grips into terms with this trend of recognizing that these exchanges really is the health care uh, model of the future. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, let me, uh, yeah, thank you, Congresswoman, for that. And let me give you, since I'm, this is Robert Craig, since I'm going to be coming back from Wausau, let me give you Kevin Kane's uh, mobile phone number. You could work with him okay. in our office. It's uh, okay. 414 414-550-8280. You say his name is Kevin Kane? Kevin Kane. He was the gentleman who spoke earlier on the call. So I think that's awesome. 414 8280. 8280. Okay, great. Great. Thank you for that. Uh, any any other questions from the media or comments? Okay. I want to thank uh, Congresswoman Moore. As always, it's it's great pleasure uh, to get to, to get to work with you on something like this. And then, uh, Tasha. And, and uh, again, congratulate all um, you on your fantastic work. Uh, um, you, you guys. Uh, really did a great job for the ninth year in a row. Thank you very much, Congresswoman, and thank you, Senator Chris Larson, our good friend uh, from the Milwaukee area, and we'll be hoping to get a little more guests to focus a little more in Madison on health care costs this session. Okay. And this, rec this will be recorded and posted on our website after this call. Okay. Okay, well, thank you very much, everyone, and uh, sorry for the technical difficulty, but everyone should have the report now, and please follow up if you need any additional information. We're happy to provide it. So thank you very much.